Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have an interview episode for you guys, and I'm very excited to have had an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with a friend of mine. Her name is Kayla, and she is also a mindset coach. And not only is she a fellow coach, but she is actually a former coaching client of mine. And before that, she was actually um, a former client of my previous business, and that is officially how I met her. But it was one of those things where um, she came in to get her her brows done. In case you guys don't know the story of my first business, you can head on back to some of my first episodes that I did in which I tell my story of just progressing through my different uh, business endeavors and away from teaching. Um, but I met her through my first business, but it was really one of those things where we met, you know, in sort of a seemingly random way in which she got my number from someone online. And when she came in, it just turned out that we had a million and one people and things in common. We had both done a lot of work with a company uh, in Toronto that's very well known for its self-development work. We had all kinds of just fellow friends and she's also a former teacher. We have a lot of just very odd synchronicities throughout the course of our lives. So shortly after I met Kayla, she began her own coaching business and uh, she has an extensive background in just her own self-development and she really understands all of the mindset work that you guys know I am obsessed with talking about. And so today we dove into really finding what those old stories are of ours. And Kayla has some really unique tips and tricks on how to not only identify them, not only leave them behind, but then to start rewriting them as well. And uh, what I loved about today's episode was that because Kayla is a former coaching client of mine, uh, we were able to talk about some of the mindset work that she did as a result of working with me and just the impact that it's had on her since we finished working together and she really took it on it was something, uh, some daily mindset work that I was getting her to do that I've been talking more about on this podcast in the last couple of episodes especially, but uh, it was something I had her introduce into her daily practice as we were finishing working together and she has stuck with it and just had a huge shift in her mindset and how she feels about her business and what she's calling forth for herself uh, and just how she shows up day to day. So that was a really cool thing to get to talk to her about and also hear her perspective on it. She does have a lot of just awesome tools for you guys, um, some little things that I picked up that I'm absolutely going to be implementing myself. So without further ado, here's my interview with mindset coach Kayla Guimont. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Kayla, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. And I'm very excited about this conversation we're about to have. I'm so excited too. I love having um, listeners of the podcast on because I don't know, I just, it's like such a full circle experience for me when like I'm able to talk about the podcast and you're able, able to like, like it's just something that you regularly listen to and support me in doing. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm pretty sure I've listened to every episode and then now I get to be on the podcast. So I'm like <laughs> ultra fan girl. <laughs> Which is just like so weird for me when people say that when they're like, oh my God, I'm going to be on your podcast. I'm like, it's not that big a deal, but like, but thank you. <laughs> like to me, it doesn't feel like a big deal because I'm just me. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, I totally get it. Anyways, but, and, and maybe it's just like my ego getting fluffed a little bit that I like. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I've given a little bit of a, a little bit of an intro to you um, before we jumped on here. But 
I wanted to ask you to introduce yourself and let us know who you are and what you do as an entrepreneur. Cool. So my name is Kayla and I'm originally from Victoria, BC. And the last five years I was living in Toronto and in China. And currently I'm living in Vancouver, BC, which makes my heart sing because I love BC. And I am a mindset coach. So I got into this this year, technically, but I've been doing personal development and personal growth for the last five years. And it just really struck a chord in my heart to pursue this as a, as a career and just step into being an entrepreneur because I love helping people. And I, I'm like addicted to the feeling of seeing people have breakthroughs and seeing them completely elevate themselves and get to step into their full potential. So I'm extremely passionate about that. And that's mm-hmm. really what brought me into becoming an entrepreneur and pushing myself. And what would you say has really inspired that? Because I think we coach people through things that we have experienced ourselves, right? Like we work through something and we see the other side and it's so amazing. And we want to help other people to have that transformation for themselves. So what has transpired for you that inspired this um, sort of emergence into the mindset coaching world? Well, I think it started like a lot of people when they have, you know, personal transformations. It kind of happens in childhood at times or like late teens. But I had a very interesting upbringing where I come from a separated family and I had uh, an ex-stepmom who was an alcoholic and she was very mentally and emotionally abusive. And so there was a time in my life where I just went through a lot of, you know, trauma that way. And it really affected me mentally. Mm -hmm. And I really grew up with that until the age of 15. And then it wasn't until I was about 25 where I got into personal development. And that's where I learned that I had a lot of stories and baggage from my past that really could have steered me in the direction in life that I didn't want to go in. And so when I started doing the inner work and like really looking at what I made things mean that she said or did and how I made up these interpretations that I wasn't worthy and that I wasn't lovable. And Mm -hmm. once I gained that power to realize that I made this up and that I could rewrite my story, like that is just what completely transformed my life and completely created this passion and drive to become a mindset coach and help other people do the same. Yes. And it's really like in that self-awareness, right? Of what our stories are and where, and a lot of the Time where they've come from and then realizing like you get to rewrite that for yourself if you want yeah. to. And it takes some yeah. persistence for sure, but it is so, so worth it. And uh, it's funny, I was just on a call with a friend of mine who's also a coach and we were talking about like how deep set some of these stories are for us and how much we almost like want to defend them a lot of the time. Uh, For me, like a story I've been working through more recently is like my dating life and just like these stories I've always had about how men show up for me. Like I'll meet someone that I'm interested in and then just immediately have this story of like he's, but he's not interested in me. And like, that's a story I've been aware of for quite a long time, but not really been willing to do the work on. And I'm just now starting to bridge into that. So it's like this ever evolving, (laughs) uh, you know, process of uncovering and then rewriting it for ourselves and choosing what the new story is and looking for evidence of that. So do you have like a process that you walk clients and program participants through that enable them to do that for themselves? Yeah. Well, this year I, I created, Fierce Living, which is one of my signature courses, and it's a month long. And this course is all about looking in the areas of your life where you 
notice these reoccurring patterns of behavior and beliefs and stories that you have. And I think the most powerful thing that we can do when we start to discover that, and this is all part of the process of first living, is really getting the impact of that story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we get the impact, and what I mean by that is that, for example, when I was a child and I was growing up in this environment with my ex-stepmother, you know, the impact of me thinking that I was unlovable or that I couldn't trust people or that I had to do everything on my own was that like I didn't get to be connected with other people and I didn't get to be myself and I was living in a victim mindset and I didn't get to live a fulfilling life. Like mm-hmm. That was the impact of believing those stories that right. I had created. And so, you know, once once I help people find their stories, get the impact, it's really about letting that go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really a journey in itself. And then from that in the program, you look at recreating a new story and just stepping into that and moving forward. Yeah. And stepping into it like day after day after day, right? Like oh, consciously. Yeah. And it will start to take hold, but you have to do that that work. And I just want to um, elaborate a little bit on the impact that you're speaking of, because that's not really something I've spoken about at all in my work. But a lot of the time, the impact and, you know, so if, if the story is like, I'm just going to make myself super vulnerable and talk about the one I was just <laughs> bringing up in regards to like my uh, history and dating. But if, if the story is like, I like him, but he doesn't like me or something. I mean, I'm really, really generalizing there, but the impact is like, one, I might just not date and I haven't for quite a long time, or I've taken long periods away from it because it's a source of resistance for me. Um, the impact would also be uh, like if I am dating someone, I'm sort of listening to them through this filter of, um, you know, you're not actually interested and I'm looking for evidence of that. (laughs) And so the impact is on them as well. We're like, that's obviously not very fair that I have this perception of someone like based on nothing other than my past story and my past experiences with other people. But more than that, and I could really elaborate on just how many areas of my life, like that story might impact me. And that's just an example, but more than that, I think the impact is also like, it's also the reason a lot of the time, like there's a payoff with it. So it's often the reason that we hold on to the story. So even like there is a payoff in being a victim or at least having victim uh, sort of traits in certain areas of our life, because it means that we don't have to confront it. So if the, um, or, or it means that we don't have to take responsibility for it. So again, if the, if it's about your dating life or not being able to meet anyone, it's like, a lot of the time we hang on to those stories because it makes it easy to just be like, well, this isn't my problem or it's not my fault and I don't want to have to deal with it. And so I just wanted to kind of bring that up of like, people don't realize that they're hanging on to these stories that they so desperately don't want in their lives anymore, but we do it. And this is totally including myself because there is a payoff in continuing to live in that story. It is much easier to blame other people or to, you know, blame every man that's ever walked the earth or again, totally generalizing. But, um, you hear those women say things like, oh, all men are just, they can't be trusted. Like that, first of all, is so crazy and so untrue, but there's also a payoff because she doesn't have to take responsibility for, you know, that, like not getting the result that she wants in that area of her life. Right. So I don't know if you, if that's like something you have experience with, or if you see that in your clients where they're really, even though they, they are aware of the story or they're aware of what is no longer wanted for them, they're still hanging on to it to some degree. Yeah, and it's because it's because it becomes an identity thing too, right, right? Right. But I think that the other reason why I really get people to look at the impact is because, say, for example, you realize you have a story about relationships yep. and you know your worthiness and whatever, and then it's like 
you know, you go from the story and then you go to jump into, I want to create myself to be a worthy person and I don't need external validation and all of this. And you, you kind of skip over the process of letting go. Cause it's like, well, here's the thing. When we get present to the impact, that is literally the sweet spot space of making a choice. And the choice is you either continue to choose what you already have, which are those stories and beliefs, or you really see, you know, what it's going to take to let that go and consciously choose a new story. Cause it's like, it's literally a crossroads, that moment of getting the impact, because if we don't realize the, the damage or like the restriction that that story right. your belief is causing, then how can you let that go? You right. No, you don't know what you need to let go of. You don't know what it's costing you either. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah. well, I know I have this like thing that I kind of need to clean up, but like, whatever, <laughs> it's fine right yeah. now. I'm not going to deal with it. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, I, I just had this, like this, I was thinking while you were saying that about possible um, names for this episode and what came to mind was like calling yourself out on your own shit, right? Like really yeah. <laughs> getting clear of like, I'm holding on to this or this is the story and it doesn't matter where it came from guys. And like, this is not me saying like, get hard on yourself for it. It's about just saying like, okay, enough with this old story. And yes, it probably has, it was rooted in something that was very real for you. Like, you know, the yeah. story that you showed, uh, told us, Kayla, was like very significant for you. And so we're not saying like, it's not a big deal or just like throw that away or, or don't pay any attention to it. We're just saying like, you know, become aware and, and decide that you deserve to have everything that you want. And that comes through changing the story and doing this work that Kayla's talking about. Totally. So how do you suggest people do let go of those old stories? Like one is getting clear on it and, and finding what the impact is. And then what is the actual process that you would recommend if you could, I know that like, it might not be something that you sum up in a sentence or two, but I'm yeah. going to challenge you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that I think something that's really important is that because the two things that I think what we do is when we have a story, like we either think about it, so it's in our minds, we're thinking about it, or it comes out in our language and how we speak to other people. And so I think that it's really critical, and I do this every day, is journaling, like writing out the story, like writing it out on paper, because what happens is then you take it out of your mind and you put it into a different form and you can see it on paper and it's outside of you. Right. And it's like, you can really look at this and just think, oh my God, like this, this has been sitting in my brain. Like it's really just about getting it out so you can look at it and make a conscious decision because, you know, it's like, I don't know, for example, if anybody's ever had a concussion, you know, you hit your head and you have a concussion and it's, and you can't see the concussion, like you're, you're in it. Right. And it's mm -hmm. like, you have the headaches and you have the dizziness and the nausea. And then sometimes the symptoms go away and then they come back and it's just, you can't take it out of your mind. Like you have to let yourself heal. But when you are able to take something out of your mind and look at it, then that's where you get more control and you can have more awareness and just really like see it in front of your face. Right. And that's like right. definitely one way of getting the impact is being able to see it. Cause what you can see, you can change. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The awareness is everything and the yeah. desire to change it as well. And that kind of leads into like, actually something I wanted to talk to you about on this episode. And, um, I give, well, I was just on Kayla's episode and, uh, sorry, Kayla's, uh, podcast <laughs> and, uh, I'll get you to link all of that stuff for us at the end of the episode. I'll also put it in the show notes for you guys. But, um, we told the whole story about like how many just like synchronicities there are between you and I, and how we met through my old business and, um, knew all sorts of people in common and things like that. 
but uh, you also worked with me as a client for four months. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I was really starting to implement in all of my coaching programs and has really kind of re uh, or created a new direction for me in terms of how I coach people and how I create my programs is through a very particular um, daily mindset regime that I have people. And I've talked about it a lot on this podcast and it's something that I shared with you on, I think our last coaching session, because again, it was something I was like just starting to introduce to my clients and you really took it on and, and experienced big results for yourself in terms of changing the story. And do you want to share a little bit with, uh, the audience about what that has looked like for you? And I'll let you give the details if you want. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, in our last coaching call, you know, you told me about this, the power of acknowledgement and, you know, you invited me to take on, you know, every day for a month to acknowledge myself like four to five things mm-hmm. a day. And because that just, that's, that's part of the process of the coaching that I know that you're doing and that I'm really taking on as well with myself and my clients mm-hmm. is focusing on what we want. And so right. what I, what I got out of that is that you know, throughout the month, like I definitely increased my confidence because I really got to take ownership of what I've accomplished in my life and remind myself of how far I've come because. And what you're worth too, right? Oh, business perspective being like, yeah, I'm worth every freaking penny. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think that one thing that really happens in, you know, today's society is that we're constantly focused on the next thing, the next thing. And it's, it's like, that is abundant, but it can also be from a space of scarcity, like Uh what I have or what I've done is not enough. I need to do more and have more. And so when it's like going back and nurturing the seeds of the accomplishments that I've had in my life up to that point was like, okay, and now I can add more. It's not that there isn't enough. And so, you know, what I was doing after that coaching call is literally every day, like I would either, I could either write it down. I, I mostly did it in my meditations in the morning. Like I would just sit there with my eyes closed and think, okay, I'm acknowledging myself for this. Yep. I'm acknowledging myself for this, this, and this. And like, and then suddenly it just became easier. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's, it's already been done. That's yeah. The thing it's already been done and like really diving in and just sitting in the accomplishments and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. It can no. literally be like yesterday I had a productive day and I did my laundry and made my bed. Like seriously. Exactly. Or, you know, it could be even more drastic. Like I went and recorded a video and shared it all over social media, even though my ego was freaking out and I should, you know, telling me that I shouldn't be doing that. Like it was just, it can be anything. And that's yes. the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I really acknowledge you for diving into that and being like, I'm going to do it. And then you just freaking did because that's like, I, I share with a lot of people, including myself, <laughs> um, the simplicity of effective mindset work and how quickly it can take hold if you do it. And, and it's, it really does take a specific type of person to actually say, okay, I'm going to do this every day. And, um, I know for me, I'm most effective at it when I've got someone holding me accountable. And I have a couple of friends that I do daily mindset work with. Um, but what I loved about it, and, and in case you guys, like I've been talking about this on, uh, quite a few of my more recent episodes in terms of building confidence and the power, the power in acknowledging yourself every day and how you start to, from the inside out, just really believe in yourself and you start to really be able to lead with your strengths. And more than that, when you put something out there into the world in your business that you are asking for money for, you know why people should buy it because you are well-practiced in what all those reasons are, whether, you know, and most of them are personal, right? Everything that we produce in our business are, is a reflection of us. And so the more we can build that personal confidence, the more we believe that people are 
are going to be interested in the value that we have to offer and the more that's going to be reflected back to us in our businesses. So um, that's just kind of where that comes from. It's a change that literally happens in your brain where you stop focusing so much on all the things you're telling yourself are not good enough about yourself, which is what we're all very, very good at. Um, just because we've practiced it, we've built that muscle. So when you start building the muscle uh, on the other end of the spectrum, which is building confidence, acknowledging yourself, getting really sold on yourself, it takes a little while to to take hold, but um, not a long time. Like you messaged me after a couple of weeks and you said, this is really making a difference. Like I yeah. can really feel it. And yeah. my favorite thing was just yesterday on the episode that we did for <laughs> your episode. Uh, oh my God, why do I keep calling it that? Your podcast where <laughs> there was just such a substantial change because I had said on that last coaching call, I said, Kayla, acknowledge, you, acknowledge yourself for three things right now. And you just immediately sort of froze up. And I love putting people on the spot with that question, by the way. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing ever to see how people respond to it because everyone has some form of resistance. And there was, and we worked through it together. And I actually remember like you you knew how to do it, but you weren't, it was like, you were even questioning what you were acknowledging yourself for, which yeah. like just now, as you're explaining that you were like, you were teaching the lesson on how to acknowledge yourself. So like you, that's gone for you, which I love. Um, but yeah, that first day it was like, I had to kind of help you through it where you would say something that you had accomplished. And I'd be like, yeah, so you're obviously like committed as fuck. Right. And like, and then that would kind of give you permission to go on with yes. it. And, and yeah. that's the reason that I start the practice with people on calls. But then yesterday when I asked you, I was like, maybe you can demonstrate for this for us. Can you acknowledge yourself for three things? And you're like, oh, well, let me just tell you. And like, <laughs> and it was just so like, I mean, I'm exaggerating and you weren't like cocky at all, but it was easy for you, right? Yeah, like you have yeah. literally formed that muscle in your brain and it's something, would you say it's something that you enjoy doing? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I want people to do this. And, yeah. you know, there's there's two things I want to say. And one thing you were talking about a couple of minutes ago was just like creating that confidence from inward out. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's true because I think a lot of us subconsciously or unconsciously, we seek for confidence outward in. Yes. And it's like, you know, when we fill up our own cup, we can pour out. Like you can't serve from an empty cup. Yeah. You can't, you know what I mean? And so that's why this is such an easy, free, like, quick thing. Yeah. That's so impactful it is the most do on a daily basis. Impactful thing I've ever witnessed anyone do in in terms of being successful. And it's so yeah. simple and it's fast too. Like I've watched yeah. friends like completely change their self-perception in a couple of weeks. Sorry, what was yeah. your second thing? You know, it's funny as I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> if it comes it'll back. come it'll come back. Yeah. It'll come back. Yeah, that's okay. Um uh yeah, but more on what you were just talking about because I almost like forget just how, I mean, this is why like my friend Zoe and I launched the Queen Confidence Academy. This is the work that we do inside. Well, this is a big part of the work that we do inside that program. Um, but building that confidence from the inside out and what happens as a result is not only do you believe more in yourself and therefore get more of the things that you intend to because law of attraction is all about what you believe um, with as little resistance as possible. But you also stop looking for that validation, that external validation, which is what you're talking about. And we stop being attached to needing it, right? Like we get attached to things because we think we need them in order to be happy, in order to feel good about ourselves, in order to um, feel successful or for people to like us or whatever, on and on. And so we give all the significance to all these things. And then even if we're able to manifest inside that space, which it can be very difficult, that's where the hustle mentality comes in. It's like we have to compensate for that lack mindset with more action. 
but you get the things that you wanted and they don't fill you up the way that you thought that they would because it's just not in the external manifestations. It has to come inwardly. So you do the acknowledgement work, you start feeling happier, you start feeling more content and fulfilled with yourself, you start believing more, you start manifesting easier and everything that you do create for yourself is just a bonus on top of the happiness that you've already uh, been building inwardly. Yeah. And you know what? I remember the thing I was going to say, and it's still about the this whole acknowledgement, acknowledgement, you know, experiment. But I was for a month during the time that I was doing this in September, I got connected with a family friend and I invited her every single day to message me on Facebook and tell me like four to five things that she's acknowledging herself for because she was really in you know, this, this period in life where she was really focusing on herself and her mindset. And it was wild to see, you know, she might've missed a day here and there, but I held her accountable and she Mm -hmm. messaged me eight things the next day. And it was like, I couldn't believe, like, first of all, it was such a great experience when you partner up with someone to do that. I learned so much about her. And, and then, you know, I started to see the shift where she really took ownership and was like, I did this, this, and this. And it was like, not a space, you know, of being cocky or arrogant or anything, but it was like, she was sharing. And I was like, Oh my God. And I said, are you starting to notice that it's becoming easier for you? And at the time, you know, she's been dealing with some health issues and I could even see the shift in her language of like her symptoms were changing right? and she was becoming more resilient. And she was, she was sharing with me like, <laughs> Oh, I'm doing like, I was able to walk longer or I went and I did this before I became symptomatic and, and this, and I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like it, all she was wow. doing was acknowledging herself for 30 days with me And she literally just became stronger physically, physically stronger and obviously mentally stronger as well. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, you know, you need to keep doing this. But I was just so proud that she made that commitment. And it was just like an easy thing. Like I just became a container for her to message me every day. And it's like, and then it just, and then what happened was I, I was telling her, I'm like, there's this theme in your life. And I think you forgot that how fierce you are. Look at all these things that you've accomplished and you've shared all of these these periods where you were up against, you know, like not being able to achieve this or that. And you just push through and you achieved all these things. And she's like, yeah, like I'm, I've literally re-inspired myself to take new action and like pursue these passions. And I'm like, this is amazing. And all you did was like, you know, usually we say not to go back into the past in life, but like when we go back into the past in life and we pull forward the good things and we have gratitude for it, like that's like next level Wow. Uh, you know, establishing our foundation of, of building confidence, right? Well, I love that story. I'm so glad that you shared that. And I, and it makes perfect sense because it, like you change your self-perception or your self-perception, the way you think and feel about yourself, which is your personality, by the way, is uh, built on top of your inner narrative, the way that you habitually think and talk to yourself and about yourself as well. And so when you start to shift that, it's like, it's like building a new muscle at the gym or, or going for a run when you've never before it's uncomfortable in the beginning, but after a couple of weeks, you literally start to feel differently about yourself. And so for her inside of that, like new self-perception, she started feeling more confident. She started feeling more powerful and empowered and fierce, like you said, and she started started believing in what she was capable of all through like this simple thing of acknowledging herself for a few things a day. Like it is just, and like tell people, I'm like, please do it. Please do it. Like yes. I know how simple <laughs> it sounds like that you have to do this. And like, and the people who do like, they all have these crazy experiences and actually, um, 
one of my friends who I've just started doing this work with, with like maybe it's been maybe a week. Um, and he, uh, so Kayla and I, uh, have a lot of different things in common. And one of those things is landmark worldwide, which is a self-development company that we've both done quite a lot of work with. And, uh, one of my very best friends I met through, a, a eight month program that again, both Kayla and I have done. And, uh, he, in, uh, he's a relationship coach, but in, um, April, his dad committed suicide and it has been just this incredible like experience to watch, not incredible, but like very, I've learned a lot through watching him work through the grief and experience something as unthinkable as what he has been through. And, um, he, he has, and I think I would actually love to have him on the podcast. I know like he's today actually publishing an article about the experience that, um, I helped him to edit. And so he's very open about talking about it, but he has started adopting this mindset work of acknowledging himself literally for the last week. And he's gone from like being, he said it was obviously he was in the worst state of his life. And there was a few things happening. He got out of a relationship and he was really struggling with confidence and he didn't feel motivated to move forward in his business, which is totally understandable. But like in the last week, and he, he tells me this, he's like, I, I just feel excited about my life again. And I feel like this business that I know I can do, like is just around the corner for me. Whereas I've been telling myself that it's a decade away. And like, it's just been this incredible inside a week. And I'm not saying it solved all of his problems or anything like that, but it's, I mean, that came out of his desire to powerfully move through something very significant that has happened in his life and, and shift the way that he's been talking about himself in regards to it. Right. And, and, and it's not just about um, his father passing away, but just other things in his life as well. And like, he's just such a capable, um, guy, he's got so much going for him, but until he recognizes that it doesn't make a difference. Right. Um, so in him recognizing it, like he's just like a new person inside of a week. And he says he feels that way as well. And, uh, so I just like love hearing these stories of, um, like people who are going through very significant things or have really ingrained stories that have come from something so, so real for them and for them to find some relief or some freedom in being powerful over their thoughts. And like, yeah, yeah we're not saying, you know, this is going to solve all your problems or cure you or anything like that. We're saying like the nicer you are to yourself, the more positive your experience of life is going to be regardless of what it is that you are dealing with. Right. And not every day, but overall, you're going to over time, see that, that shift happen, um, where you just start thinking and feeling differently about yourself and life becomes easier as a result. Yeah. Right. And, and the one thing that you were saying about being nicer to ourselves, there's, there's something that I, I had a conversation with one of my clients the other day and she was just expressing, you know, this frustration with her health and her body and how, you know, she's gone through a lot, like she's moved across the country and she's, you know, applying for a new job and she's been sick like a couple of times in the last few weeks. And I was like, well, look, first of all, why don't you look at having some compassion for yourself? And yeah. like, you've just gone through X, Y, and Z, all this traveling and moving across country, things are very unsettled. And I said, imagine. Imagine that your body was a friend with you on this journey, like literally a friend. And so you go through, you're traveling, you're eating out, you're kind of completely off routine and whatnot. Are you going to turn to your friend at the end of all that and when they're sick and tired and say, what is your problem? (laughs) Why, like, why are you, why are you sick? What's wrong with you? And I was, and she's like, I would never say that to a friend. I'm like, yeah, then why would you say it to yourself? 
And we do that all the time as humans. Yeah. Especially to our bodies. It's, I'm glad that, again, you brought this up because this is, I've shared on a more recent podcast that I, this is uh, the, my focus of the month or for the last like three and a half weeks anyways, inside of like the work that Tara and I have been doing together, which was changing my story about my body because I've been dealing with some chronic health uh, or just joint pain. And, uh, and that was actually a big breakthrough for me. I just shared this with Tara the other day where I was like, I have to stop thinking about it as just this like thing that I own that is disservicing me and start seeing it as someone else because I'm a very like compassionate, generous, understanding person who wants nothing but the best for everyone. Why wouldn't I want that for my body? And and that was just like a quick mindset shift that really changed things where it's like Mm -hmm. when you stop seeing your body as being something that you own and start seeing it as almost like a separate entity as you and like another person almost like naming it even or whatever, like whatever works for you it is so much easier from that place to find compassion for it and and appreciation for it as well. And it's just been like, like, and something that often makes me emotional thinking about is how awful we are to our bodies and how unconditional our body's love is for us. Right. Like it will just, it will do everything it can to keep you healthy, to make you happy, even when you are being awful to it. And it's like, it's like a a puppy dog, you know, like (laughs) just like always wanting your love, regardless of how you've treated it. Like, I mean, that's sort of a weird parallel, but it's true. No, I think I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. A body just like wants to be loved by you and will continue to love you for the rest of your life, regardless of what you say to it or think about it. Um, so yeah, like those little like mindset tricks. I love that because you are, you know, specifically a mindset coach, um, I think can go such a far, a long way. Do you have any like other little like tricks you often like, um, share with people in order to help them create change in their lives? Uh, well, I think we've kind of tapped into this, you know, focus on what you want. But one thing that I really love is, you know, I've been with my boyfriend now for almost seven years and I'm so thankful because he is the perfect partner for just creating, you know, the life of our dreams. And there's a lot of projects in terms of like financial commitments and other things that we're taking on together. And, you know, there's definitely been a couple times where it's like, we'll make a commitment and then it's like, oh, fuck, like that was a lot of money. Like, what if this, this and this and what if that happens? And my response to that is, well, if you say so. And then that interrupts, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what I'm saying is creating my reality. Right. I'm going to rewrite the <laughs> story. Good. Like in the moment, it's just like it's it's such a casual thing. But, I'll you know, he'll just be kind of going off because you know how we do that. We like create, you know, these interpretations of, you know, we made this risk or this choice or this whatever. And then we say it how we think it's going to go or how right. we don't want if it to go. Say, and I'm I like, that. yeah. And I'm like, well, if you say so, and then it's like, oh, that it shit, will. that's not what I want to say. Right. And then you know, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a similar thing and it's more of just a joke. I say to friends, but when they'll say like, well, this is never going to work because blank. And I'll say, well, not with that attitude. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the, the directness of if you say so, because literally if you say, I don't know how this launch is going to go. I'm really nervous. No one's going to sign up. <laughs> like you are creating that. Right. And yeah. it's like, we are so, and like, and it, it's a hard thing to break out of because it's the whole, it's the way the entire world operates, which is like, let's like obsessively focus on all the things that we're not happy with and talk about them and affirm them and get other people to, uh, you know, validate them for us. And, so breaking out of that is it takes some persistence for sure. And then you get to be, to be so aware of how much other people are just creating what they don't want in their lives through this like need to tell the story as it is and not as we yeah. want it to be. It's yeah. like, a, it's, it's totally an addiction. And I am like, 
super self-aware of it. And I still catch myself doing it all the time. Totally. <laughs> um, I love having friends around all the time who are like, uh, Lauren, don't say that. Or like, is that what yeah. you want? Like, keep talking about it then. I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, <laughs> there's just like no room for me to be a victim ever in my life, <laughs> which I love. But uh, no, I really, really love that. If you say so. It's literally that simple, you guys. Yeah. Um, if, if you want something different in your life, you got to start creating it through your words and thoughts and actions differently than it is right? Yeah. Your attention and, to it. And even if it, even if it sounds weird at first, you know, like I, you want to create body love and just really yeah. love how you feel in your body and, you know, be comfortable in a bathing suit or like whatever tight clothes and, and whatnot. It's like, it might feel weird at first to say, I love wearing a crop top. Like I look so yeah. good right now. And you're like in the back of your head, you're like, you're such a liar. Like, what is this? But the thing <laughs> is, it's like, it's like working a muscle. Like you said, you know, you have to continue yeah. saying it, continue saying it. And then you start to look for the, the evidence, evidence to support yeah. of what you're saying. And then it just becomes like a new neural pathway in your brain. Exactly. New neural pathway. This is like a physical change that happens. But also, I don't know if this is something you've ever been aware of or talked about, but like the reticular activating system or activation system. So basically what this is, 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 um, a piece of your brain that is designed to filter out unnecessary information. So, you know, when you're walking through a crowd and everybody's talking, but someone either says your name or they say something that sounds like your name and you pick that up out of the crowd, right? Because your brain has gone, this piece of information amongst all of the information around is relevant to her. So it's the same thing when you have a story in your head or something that you're focusing on, your brain will literally pick up uh, evidence for that out of a sea of possibilities because it thinks that that piece of evidence is relevant for you or that piece of information is relevant for you. And otherwise, we would just be constantly filtering through so, so much information that wasn't relevant to us that would be totally overwhelmed all the time. So that was just like something I wanted to throw in there. The reticular activation system is um, whatever it is that you're focusing on, your brain is literally designed and programmed to look for evidence of it because it thinks that's what you want, right? And that is what you want. And then it goes, yep, that piece of information, that's her name, or that's something that she was interested in, or that's something she was looking for. I'm going to make sure that she sees this or hears this as opposed yeah. to evidence for something else. Yeah. And I love, you know, obviously <clears throat> you bringing in the science aspect to like manifestation because mm -hmm. I think sometimes people are like, okay, like that's just, you know, a religion or a spirituality, woo woo. And it's like, well, actually there is a science, like oh, yeah. neural brain pathways, like, you know, all of this, it's, it starts in your mind and yeah. you can't necessarily see it, but you know, believing it is a start. Yeah. Well, for me, like before I got into the science part of it, or before I got into like really understanding, you know, some of these things about the human brain, which I'm not an expert, but I understand what I understand about it in terms of, yeah, the, the neural pathways, like you said, the reticular activation system, um, filters and stories and things like that. But the more that I got into that, the more I was able to apply it effectively because before I had any of that, and it was just about, you know, you attract what you think about. I didn't have any power to change what I was thinking about, right? Like we have momentum behind the thoughts that we think on a day-to-day -day basis. So when people are like, well, just focus on what you want. Like I needed to know how to start doing that in a way that was going to make it easy for me, which is repeating. It's exactly what you said, right? There's resistance in the beginning. You repeat it, your brain starts to accept it. So before I understood any of that, before I got into like Joe Dispenza, I had a hard time with intentionally manifesting anything that I didn't already believe in because I didn't understand like how we program our brains. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Well, that's just it too. And speaking of programming our brains, like the reality is, and this is this is such a gift of life, is that we're not born with an instruction manual on how our brain works. Like 
scientifically speaking, there's a lot of psychologists and psychotherapists and whatnot who really understand like how the brain works neurologically, but it's really, you know, everything that we go through, everything that we learn and, you know, especially with mindset, like it's a journey and how boring would it be if we were just brought into the world and we knew everything <laughs> there is to know about yeah. our, our mind? Like there's just nothing there interesting be, to learn, yeah. you know? Discovery in every single day. Yeah. And I think yeah. that this is just another, you know, like I'm really big on compassion, but say if somebody's listening to this episode and they're really just starting to tap into like doing a personal mindset transformation, have some compassion for yourself yeah. because, you know, I'm grateful for this shit that I went through when I was a child and it really sucked at times. And mm-hmm. I dealt with depression and just, you know, I dealt with that, but it's like, I look back and I'm like, wow, like that, that was such a gift for me to learn compassion and understanding how other people's actions and choices of words do not define me. And, you know, I'm literally an example to myself that somebody can make it through like a form of abusive relationship and still come out as a loving person and still come out as somebody who can be forgiving of other people and having compassion and wanting to, you know, elevate other people despite having got hurt. Yeah. Is that you're acknowledging yourself <laughs> and you're like owning yeah. it, right? Like, I mean that in the best way of like, we have to, compassion comes through being able to say, like, I'm freaking badass because yeah. look what I've been through. And like, it is enough. It's more than enough, right? Um, and like, I was able to go through all of that and have this outlook on life and see it as something that was so positive. And it's like, if you're not in the habit of talking yourself up, it's hard to to have uh, compassion for yourself, to see things as being a positive thing that happened in your life in the long run. Yeah. And one thing that I've definitely talked about with clients too, is like sometimes, you know, and we talked about this in my episode yesterday, how it sometimes doesn't make sense what we're going through when we're in the thick of it. Oh, we're it like, does. what, what, <laughs> like, what is this? Like, what why is this working? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then after the fact, we look back and we're like, oh my gosh. And I know that like, you've been doing a lot of work with Tara and she just speaks so much about how, you know, she went through, bulimia and she went through all the crazy dieting she went through all of that and she came out of that being the person that she needed at that time therefore she gets to use her experience to help other people yeah and and so when I have clients or I talk to people and they're really going through a shitstorm I'm like you need to trust that what you're going through right now it, it will allow you to help other people and you're gonna look back and be like holy shit like I was the person that I needed in that time and now here I am yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like such a powerful opportunity. And it that's just a really positive way of being able to look at like hardship times in life that it is a gift and there's amazing lessons that will come from that. And it only makes us stronger and, you know, allows us to be a contribution to other people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, th- I think that like we, we as a collective consciousness, you know, that is the human race, <laughs> um, because we are all just like one big energy field. The whole universe is like we, I, I, I do believe that we attract our, um, and we, we attract and we create our realities, but I also believe that we're a part of something much bigger and that we go through specific things, exactly like what you said, so that other people can start to up level or raise up around us as well. And that, you know, I just, I'm so, I love being a part of just this whole conversation and also like the internet age. <laughs> like I really yeah. feel like my soul chose this time <laughs> because like people like you and me were using what we have learned to um, help other people. And it's just like, it, it, 
it's something that we are choosing for ourselves, but it's also something that we've been prepared for, right? Like I really do believe whatever you're going through right now, especially if you're listening to this podcast, there is some, like you are going to pull from it sooner rather than later. And it's going to help to really inspire and uplift and change other people in ways that you can't possibly begin to imagine. So even as you're going through it, have compassion for yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a really, there's a really good quote that I've obviously seen on the internet. If you're going through hell, keep going. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. like, don't just stop there. Cause you're just going to stay there, you know, like keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, there was a quote I heard on a podcast a while ago and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like your five-year journey might be five years so that you can help someone else make their journey six months or something. It was way oh, more yeah. profound than that, but and yeah. I, I wrote it down somewhere. I'd have to find it, but essentially like it might be shit for you so that you can help make it easier for other people. And like, yeah. you'll be so grateful. And like, I really, honestly, when I started my business, I just imagined myself like raising to success in a matter of months, like, or rising to success rather. Like I was just going to like manifest my way there really quickly. It was going to be easy. I didn't want people to like watch the process of me building my (laughs) business. Um, I wanted to just like emerge victorious (laughs) have to like get vulnerable and like, thank God that didn't happen because the only reason I'm able to help people is because I know how we hold ourselves back and the ways in which we sabotage and, you know, block the results that we want because I did it for like a over a year, really. I still do it <laughs> day to day. I'm learning from it. But um, yeah, so like we go through what we go through to help other people. Just keep going. Yeah. And I really keep that mindset when, you know, as I continue to build my online mindset coaching business, there's definitely times where I hit up against that wall of like, Kayla, like what you're doing isn't good enough. Like no one's listening. Oh, yeah. All this, all this shit. And I'm like, oh, and then I sit back and I think, okay, what I'm going through right now, you know, I'm, I'm being a leader and showing like, I want to live the life of my dreams and I want to help people. And I'm really trying to, I am leading by example as someone who is just going after what they want in life. And if I want to coach people how to do that, I have to go through what I'm going through right now to be able to make that difference for people. Yeah. So that helps me when I feel like I'm in the middle of a little shit storm to just keep going and just soak it all in whether I like it or not and trust that it's going to make such an impact later. And I have no idea how, but it will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, that's the perfect place to wrap it up. And uh, I just like, I don't know. I love, you're so insightful. You have so much like, um, just past experience to pull from yourself. And, uh, I love that you're like really just focusing on helping people because you don't, you're not like a business coach per se. You're helping people in general with their mindset, yeah. right. For what yeah. inside of whatever their goals are. And so, and I do think that like the content that you're putting out there is applicable to just about everyone and it will meet them where they're at, wherever they're at. Right. Totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just thank you so much for not only like, um, being on the podcast and contributing, but also like being so real about it and sharing, you know, the mindset work that you're doing over the last couple of months and how that has changed things for you. And like, I think the more we show up in the conversation of like, I'm still a work in progress every single day and I will continue to be, and I'm still human. Like the more we, I think that there's still this perception of like, like when I tell people that I hate going live (laughs) or it's like something that causes me a lot of anxiety, they're like, what? what do you mean? Like, it just looks like, right. So like just allowing people to get the inside scoop on like, even if you are a year into your business, you're still, or two years, five years, you're still being a human about it. And that like, you never stop being a human. And like, there needs to be more of that conversation online and on Instagram and on these places where people paint their lives to look as if it's all just fun and easy and super, you know, effortless. Cause it's not for anybody. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's true. So, uh, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we jump off? Um, I don't think so, but I really just want to, I want to thank you. And I love how organic this conversation is. Yeah, totally. I'm excited to like, listen to this episode and just, you know, marvel on the insights. Yeah. So So thank uh, you so much. Thank you so much for having me on, Lauren. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, before we jumped on, we were like, okay, I guess like we didn't, usually I send people a a list of questions that I'm going to ask them, but we just decided to do this really last minute yesterday and I didn't have a chance to do that. And we're like, well, we're just going to let it flow. And I think it really, really did. So I love that. Um, so Kayla, where can people connect with you? They can find me on Instagram. So mm-hmm. Kayla G mindset coaching. And I also have a Facebook group that I show up on, on a daily basis called finding and holding your rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I also have a podcast, Kayla G living in fierce alignment. So we can put all that in the show. Yep, notes. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Amazing. And, and, um, a lot of like the courses and programs that you offer are really, really great for people who, um, I mean, like I said, they'll meet people wherever they're at, but if you're wanting to, you know, release some of those old stories and just become that sort of next level of self-aware, definitely look into what Kayla's doing. I think, uh, I don't know, you just pull from so much past experience, so much of your own self-development and, um, so much of your own coaching as well that you've received. So yeah, thank you. Amazing. Okay. Well, thanks so much, girl. And, uh, thanks guys for listening. We super appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.